Darren Bowen may have been a 13th round pick just a year ago, but he's certainly not pitching like one to begin his professional baseball career. I talked with the Mariners right-handed pitching prospect today on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. This is Tidy Gonzalez for the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by eBay Motors. The championship team is about each player being a perfect fit, and that's the same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head on over to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link, as well as our social accounts, is in the description of this episode. Mariners pitching prospect Darren Bowen will be joining us in a few wonderful conversations that I think you'll enjoy. Maybe a first introduction to Bowen. Um, for a lot of you uh before we get into that i have a couple of things that i want to talk about quickly first of all apologies for no show last night we were planning on doing a post-game show even if the mirrors lost but then the mirrors offense did what they did and colby and i were just not into talking about that again we really didn't have much to say and we just needed a mental break and i'm sure some of you did as well so uh apologies though for for no show and not giving you more of a, a heads up uh, on that front. Uh, secondly, Colby's not going to be a part of the interview. He has something going on today, or he said that he had something kind of up in the air. Uh, so I just went ahead and did it, and we're just going to post this and, and get that out to you as, as soon as possible. Uh, thirdly, I wrote an article, believe it or not. Maybe some of you didn't even know that I write in general. I haven't wrote anything in about a year, so I... Uh, <laughs> I shook off the rust a little bit and decided to write about Julio, who, of course, I've talked about a lot on this show, on our Patreon, on social media. And instead of, you know, posting more numbers that can be taken out of context, I decided to just post all of my findings in one place on my Substack. So I'm going to put the link for that in the description of this show on YouTube and on podcast platforms so you can give that a read. If you want, there's a lot of interesting stuff um, about uh, Julio and, and why he's not exactly performing the way that we want him to uh, so far this year. Uh, we'll probably also talk a little bit about that at some point on this show. Um, we Colby and I had some discoveries on that front that uh, we think are really interesting that we want to talk about. So we'll probably do a segment or maybe even two on that in a future episode. Uh, but for now. Let's move on to Darren Bowen, the Mariners' right-handed pitching prospect. Uh, really enjoyed this conversation. I think you will as well. Uh, and that's going to be the the show. The rest of the show is the interview. There will be you know an ad, of course, and an outro. But that's it. Uh, Colby and I will be back at it tomorrow. Uh, we'll probably do a trade a day. We'll probably talk a little bit about this Yankees series, depending on what happens tonight, of course. And we'll get you set for the Mariners and the Orioles, which you can catch on the Mariners hometown broadcast, SiriusXM via the SXM app. All right, let's talk to Darren Bowen. 
Darren Bowen was the Mariners' 13th round pick in last year's draft, and his first six innings at Loe Modesto have caught the attention of Mariners fans and scouts on social media. And now he joins us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Darren, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's almost been a, a full year since you got drafted. You became just the 15th UNC Pembroke alum to get drafted. What did that mean to you, and what has the past 11 months been like for you? Um. It was a lot of fun. Like, there was a lot of uncertainty heading into the drafts. Um, not sure if I was going back to school. Um, like, it's a smaller school. Just there's no certainty when, when going to a smaller school if you're going to get drafted or not. You know, I felt like I'd done everything I could. Didn't have the best numbers, but I had had a good career there. Um, but I felt like personally I'd done everything I could with during the offseason training, um, stuff like that to put me in the best best spot I felt like in order to give me a chance to be drafted. Um, and, you know, that's ultimately the goal. You know, if I, if I knew my name was going to be called, I was going. Like, I was probably not going back to school. Um, it's been a goal of mine since I was younger. You know, a, a lot of people probably didn't think it was possible. Um, there was times where, you know, I didn't think it was possible. You know, you, everybody goes through up and downs, and I'm going to have up and downs in pro ball as well. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough game that we all try to perfect, but, I mean, it's all a lot of fun at the same time as well. The last two years, we've had two guys drafted at Pembroke. Um, the other kid that was drafted the year before me is probably about to make his debut in pro ball. He's with the Dodgers, really, really good ball player. So Pembroke produces good baseball players. It's just the fact that we're a smaller school and we're a Division II school. But, I mean, we have guys that compete at Division One levels across the board. So for those that don't know, uh, you, you started the year in extended spring training. You just recently joined Louie Modesto, like I mentioned. Um, what are some of your expe- uh, expectations and goals for the rest of the year? Um. I think I've had a good start to the year, mainly because I've been putting myself in competitive counts. Um, I think I've, I've only faced like 20 hitters so far. But out of those 20 hitters, I've had one batter that was a non-competitive at bat. It was a four-pitch walk. Besides mm-hmm. that bat, I've put myself in competitive counts, and I've been able to go to compete to each hitter, which is all you can do as a pitcher you can ask for. You can't Once the ball leaves your hand, you can't, you can't control what happens next. So I think if I can just continue to put myself in good counts and try to get ahead of hitters um, and just let my stuff play, um, that's that's the big thing. I don't necessarily have goals or expectations. I just want to go out there, know that I'm given 100% and going to live with the results. And that's all you can do when you try to get caught up in numbers and whatnot. You know, the game can become really stressful, even though it's a numbers game, but you try to stay out of all that stuff. So that fastball of yours is pretty nuts. Joe Doyle of Future Stars series has you sitting 94 to 97. You can reach 98 with 19 inches of induced vertical break. Take us through the development of that pitch for you and how you're able to get that kind of ride on it. Um, it's pretty natural. I just try to throw it. Um, it's never been that hard um, until as of late. Uh, when I was in college, when I first got to college, I was 142 pounds and my fastball topped 86. So I was anywhere in the range from 80 to 86, going to D2 school. And when I got there, um, one of the coaches, uh, Coach Jefferson, he, uh, he kind of really took me under his wing. And, you know, we hit the weight room hard. I gained 20, 25 pounds. I'm still small, but, you know, I was 142 pounds. I'm like 173, 174 now. So it's, it's just been the point of not necessarily trying to gain weight, but trying to get my body stronger to be able to handle more velo and different things like that. Um, got on a throwing program and kind of just ticked up, ticked up slowly. Uh, I think I hit 95 my junior year of college last year. Um, I probably sat 91, 92. A uh, good frame, projectable frame. Uh, got here, 
Um, dealt with a couple injuries. So I know you, you mentioned that extended spring training. I was actually in rehab. Um, mm. Why I joined Modesto late. Uh, and then I had probably three three outings after that and got up here. So I was a little nervous. I hadn't really faced live hitting other than three times in the past year. Um, but I was just ready to get up here and compete. You know, that's what they drafted me for. And, you know, I didn't want to stay in rehab any longer. I was in rehab for like 10 months, I want to say, nine months, almost since I got here. So it, it just felt good, you know, getting healthy again and getting to rehab. And the guys in our rehab department have done an amazing job. And I think that's where I've gained the extra three to four miles an hour sitting um, since I've gotten here. Um, and I think it's come from the rehab work that I put in and the guys on the Mariner side um, having me do and staying consistent with me. And it's it's been the world of difference. More from my conversation with Mariners pitching prospect Darren Bowen in just a moment. But first, a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Now, I hate shopping for summer clothes. I just want to be comfortable no matter if I'm at the ballpark or back at home recording an episode of Locked On M's. Oftentimes, though, I find myself settling for clothes that feel cheap, tight, and restricting and make me sweat in all the wrong places. Gross, I know. Thankfully, Bird Dogs has me and therefore you covered. Their wide selection of insanely comfortable shorts, joggers, sweatpants, polos, and more have me ready for any occasion this summer throws my way. I mean, who doesn't love stretchy fabric and built-in underwear? It's time to look good, feel good, and play good this summer. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash MLB for a free Yeti-style tumbler. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen again. You can catch the Mariners and the Yankees tonight or the Mariners and the Orioles over the course of the weekend on the Mariners' hometown broadcast, SiriusXM, via the SXM app. Now, let's go back to my interview with Darren Bowen. So now that you're healthy, mechanically and, and physically speaking, what are you focused on improving right now? Any of your secondaries, adding weight or muscle, anything like that? Um, Everything. I mean, everything needs improvement. I mean, I'm still yeah. in the minors. I've pitched six professional innings. You know, hard times are going to come. Fun times are still mm-hmm. going to come. But – Excuse me. But the the main thing is, you know, throw the fastball harder. You know, that's that's the Mariner way. If you can throw your fastball harder, your secondary pitches are automatically going to play better. So, you know, if I can say start throwing 100, sit 100 eventually in the future, you know, that's a long ways away. But just different things like that, then your secondary pitches are automatically going to become better, even if they're the same exact that they are now, just by throwing your fastball harder. So since you've arrived in the Mariners organization, uh, has there been anyone that's, you know, really taking you under their wing, anything like that? I wouldn't say necessarily taken under my wing. I was a college guy, so it's not like I was really a high school guy, even though I look sure. extreme. Um, the thing that caught my eye, I never told him this, you know, he was across me um, during spring training before he got moved to the big league side, never told him this, but Brian Wu, when I first got mm-hmm. there, the Arizona Fall League was going on. And I went to a game by myself and he had started and I'm like, wow, this kid's good. He was sitting like 95, 97, you know, had some good breaking pitches, had a really good out. And I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, this, this kid's really, really good. And uh, so the next day I come in rehab, whatever, and he's in there early getting working the next day, like doing mobility stuff. And I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, he's, he just had a great outing and he's here like very early the next day trying to get ready for his next right out. And like, he wasn't even thinking about that. And I think that was one of the things that clicked in my head when I seen him doing that, like, okay, yeah, this is, this is how you work. And I, I've never told him that, but just seeing how he did that and how he went about that process the next day, very early being in there, doing his own routine, stuff like that. I think it was kind of cool to see 
even though I didn't I didn't know him at the time and didn't know he was going to be in the big leagues this year or anything like that. But it was kind of cool just to see how he went about that process of, you know, that outing meant nothing now. I mean, it's, it's over and done with, you know, we're looking forward to the next outing. And I've kind of taken that and kind of ran with that. It's like anything I've done in the past, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. It's all about the next outing. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. We've got Mariners right-handed pitching prospect Darren Bowen joining us on the show right now. Darren, you you just mentioned Brian Wu, you know Logan Gilbert, George Kirby. We, we've seen a lot of uh, homegrown pitching talents come up and have success right away at the major league uh, level within the Mariners organization. Um, they've built quite the reputation for themselves. Is that something that you were already aware of before or, or when you got drafted, or is that something that you quickly caught on to? Um, as you've been a part of this organization over the last 11 months? I didn't know much about the Mariners before I got drafted here. I was a huge Red Sox fan. Not anymore. Mariners guy now. But uh, when I got here, you know, I did, obviously did some research and stuff on it. And I had a lot of people telling me that, you know, they're really good at homegrown talent and homegrown pitching especially. So I did some research and started looking into it more and quickly seeing that they, they have a lot of guys that came from their farm system that they have in the big leagues. And even this year alone, like how many guys they gave opportunities to. So the Mariners is no short in opportunities. Like if you do, if you go out there and do what you're supposed to do, you're going to get a shot. And that's, that's one thing that the Mariners do and they're going to give you a shot. So the goal is to get a shot and, you know, there's a lot of work ahead, but I'm here for it. So when you get to the big leagues, very simple question. Who do you want to face the most? Team-wise or player-wise? Either or. I mean, I'm sure you want to face the Red Sox, right? Like, you want to pitch a Fenway. Would definitely be, like, a surreal moment to face. Yeah. To face. Um, player-wise, man, I don't know. I think just every player I've grown up watching would be would be really cool. You know, I mean, if you get to strike out Mike Trout, like Brown Wu mm-hmm. did two times in, in an outing this year, like, that has to be, like, a surreal moment. You know, he's one of the one of the best players in baseball. But there's a lot of guys like you got to strike out Shohei Otani or even just face them. Just knowing that you're good enough to be on the same field as them is really a surreal feeling. And that's that's what everybody wants to be able to deal with or experience one day. And uh, I hope I get to experience that as well. So this interview might be the first real introduction to you for a lot of Mariners fans. So let's get to know a bit more about you. What do you like to do in your spare time? Uh, lately, sleep. yeah all right just kind of used to uh this minor league schedule and everything but uh, i love to golf play a little bit of video games play the show um i just recently got into golfing about two years ago so i'm not very good so my lowest i've shot six so i'm still working on that um like to hang out with my girlfriend get her up here when she can um go on picnics little stuff like that just enjoy spending time with her um, other than that, I'm like a really easygoing guy, watching TV, some TV shows, um, love watching college baseball and watching the college world series as it, as it goes on and stuff. And I like just seeing, I like seeing a lot of baseball stuff. So I'll be on Twitter looking at like the MLB draft combine that's going on right now, just stuff like that. I just, I really enjoy watching baseball and being around the game as well. What's your assessment so far of the, uh, college world series? Who do you think is going to take it? <sighs> And I don't know, Wake Forest LSU is probably going to be one of them too. And yeah. probably one of the biggest pitching matchups tonight in College World Series history. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, so you already mentioned your favorite team. Who was your favorite Red Sox growing up? David Ortiz. Yeah, big poppy. Yeah. Pretty simple answer there. Yeah, yeah. Um, favorite piece of gear that you own, baseball-wise? 
cleats, glove, doesn't matter. Uh, recently, I got my first professional strikeout ball. That's probably the mm. coolest that I have right now. Um, just something that's pretty cool. That you know, it's something that I've worked for my whole life since I was three or four years old. And I've missed a lot of stuff to be able to to be able to get that ball. Um, birthday parties, everything like anything kid wise that you think you're doing, hanging out with friends or anything like that. I pretty much missed. I had a tournament or training or something, and you know, a lot of sacrifices were made not only by me, by my family, by my mom. Um, in order for me to get that. So I think that has a lot of sentimental value to it. That's awesome. I love that. Um, favorite meal? Favorite meal. Ooh, I love spaghetti. I'm a big pasta guy. Spaghetti, mm. barbecue ribs. Um, yeah. stuff. I'm not picky at all, though. I eat just about anything. I don't don't like tomatoes. That's about it. I'm with so, you on there. I, I don't like tomatoes either. Other than that, I'm pretty, pretty easy guy to get along with food. Uh, you have a favorite. I, I know you've only been in Modesto here for like a little bit. Have you I, actually? Have you pitched in Modesto yet? Yes. Tw- okay. 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 So, so you have. Um, so I know it's been you know a quick amount of time there, but uh, have you found like a favorite spot to eat yet in Modesto? Not really. Um, I don't live in Modesto, so gotcha. I don't really eat there too much. Um, doesn't look like there's too much to do here. But you know, I'm normally just cooking food in my apartment when I when I do eat. If we're not eating at the field, gotcha. Uh, you mentioned TV shows. Favorite favorite movie or TV show? Um, not necessarily a favorite. Um, I'm been kind of watching like All American right now and um, the Homecoming one. I've been grinding that. Um, just just the basic stuff that everybody pretty much watches that's on Netflix. You know, nothing nothing too crazy or anything like that. Um, just the normal stuff really. Whatever's on the top ten or I'll try to find something, watch a couple episodes of it, see if it's good. Lastly, when I tweeted that you were coming on the show, one of your former coaches, Alex Pierce, quote tweeted it and said, uh-oh, we could get some classic Darren Bowen hot takes. So, Darren, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. What is your hottest take, baseball or otherwise? I don't know, man. I've, I've gotten a lot of... A lot of trouble by saying some of my takes before i did say that Shohei otani was going to win the 21 mvp i would like to put that out there before the season started okay. i also said so you know i don't mike trout probably won't see this but i also said that Shohei otani is probably the most important player on the angels before that season started as well mm. definitely tough take because mike trout first ballot hall of famer he's a great player but what Shohei can do offensively and with the bat is something you may never see again uh so that was that was one. Uh, another one that a lot of people didn't like in college was I said I could strike out Babe Ruth. And a lot of people said that it's relative and stuff like that. And I was like, Babe Ruth has never seen a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. That's real. That's real, yeah. And put him in today's time. I'm a guy that feels like he wouldn't have a shot. But I can't tell. He hit 700 home runs. You know, he's done way more in the league than I've ever done. I've never even set foot there. So, I mean, I'll still give him his credit. He's a great baseball player. But with today's work and – the work that today's athletes put in, it's not even comparable to what they did back in the day. You know, they showed up to the ballpark, probably had a couple beers or something, and played baseball. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, we're tirelessly to give ourselves the best shot, shot to get there. So, a lot of people didn't like the, the I'll strike out Babe Ruth one, but I'll, I'll die on a hill on that one. Dude, his, his, both of his ACLs would snap if he saw, like, a Matt Brash slider. Yeah. Not, <laughs> but anybody in the league today could do that one. I don't know. That wasn't. Everybody says it's relative, but I'm not a big relative guy. I mean, most of those dudes were like chain smoking in the dugout. <laughs> like, it's just a, it was a different time. It was a different yeah, time. 
I'm sure there's a lot more hot takes too. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but yeah, I always get the guys going with those. Well, Darren, this was this was awesome. This was wonderful. Thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, would love to do this again sometime. Good luck to you the rest of the year. Any anything else you want to say uh, to to the Mariners fan base before you uh, you hop off here? Go Mariners. I mean, that's that's really it. Just go in. Right. That's right. All right. Thanks, Darren. Appreciate Thank it. You. All right, thank you to Darren again for hopping on and letting us hear more about him and, and what he's about. Wonderful conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, that's going to do it for our show. Again, you can catch the Mariners and the Yankees or the Mariners and the Orioles over the course of the weekend on the Mariners Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. I've been your host, Tiny Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.